Diablo 4 has arrived. As the forces of hell gather, only you can stand in their way. Journey across the expansive open world of Sanctuary. Choose from five powerful classes, then progress them to fit your playstyle. Adventure with your friends in up to four-player co-op with cross-play and cross-progression on all platforms. Welcome to hell. Diablo 4, available now. Rated M for Mature. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is Ekta, and I have two wonderful guests today. I'm very, very excited, and this interview has actually been a long time in the making, so I'm very um, thrilled to introduce you guys to the co-founders of a beautiful new um, fragrance line that is actually recently launching in Walmart, um, Sparty Sense. So welcome to the show, Abby and Carolyn. I have Abby Wallach and Carolyn um, here, so welcome to the show, guys. Hi, thank you. <laughs> so great to see you, Ekta. Finally, I know it's been it's been a long time, Abby. I feel like I've been uh, chasing your calendar for quite some time. So, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I want to get started, you guys. I, I I love that you are so much into the fragrance scene. I've been trying to get more into fragrances here on the podcast because I have such an immense appreciation for how much you know, it takes to create something so memorable, right, in everyone's routine. So I'd love to get started if, Abby, you can start us off with your career and just how everything started, because I know you're huge in the media world and you've done so much. So I would love to hear all about your journey. And then, Carolyn, maybe you can uh, follow up after Abby. Oh, that's that's so sweet of you. Um, So I actually have had this really interesting and fun and vibrant um, professional career starting actually in the beauty and fashion industry. Um, I worked for a small PR firm. That was always my dream. And I ended up launching a fragrance brand called Calcafleur many, many years ago at Bergdorf Goodman's. And that was the initial foray into fragrance and worked on some of the most well-known brands in beauty, like Procter & Gamble's Beauty Care Council and Oil of Olay and um, Band de Soleil back then. So that was my initial foray into the beauty and fashion category. And then somehow I ended up in the entertainment industry, actually on the hunt for uh, a job in beauty at one of the big companies. But I didn't end up there. I actually uh, segued to work for an executive producer in the music business who did Beatlemania and ACDC and Aerosmith. And he asked me to work on a fun uh, live event production called the Moscow Circus and the Ninja Turtle Rock Band. Ninja Turtle Rock Band. And that got me into the entertainment business. And from there, I went to Showtime Networks as the head of live events and worked on all kinds of amazing programming from comedy to film. Um, movies, uh, and really had a deep experience in the cable and media business. And that was how I got really involved in to that next um, opportunity, which was working for the Nederlanders. And there I was an executive producer for Gladys Nederlander out in Hollywood. And I learned that business. So my journey has been a little unconventional, a lot of learning and pivots and twists and turns, but I always wanted to get back to beauty. And in programming and entertainment, it was always, um, you know, moving forward in different directions and trying to launch different projects, which was very, very challenging um, at different junctures. So I ended up leaving the 
network world and went on my own to create a brand with a beauty editor because I really wanted to be in beauty and fashion and lifestyle. And we created the first brand, um, one of the first brands on the internet called Beautiful Stranger. And that was the first um, short form content that you could shop off of on the internet back in the early days. And that really brought me into beauty. And that was how I ended up meeting Caroline and connecting with Caroline when she was at Clarins. Um, actually, it wasn't Clarins. I think she was a Prada. Anyway, the beauty fashion industry is very close and connected, but my media business brought me in, back into beauty after many years, which was always my first passion and dream. And Caroline and I reconnected. Actually, I was shooting Beautiful Stranger Car. I think we were in the bathroom, right, at Clarins. Is that true? Maybe. Oh, the best things happen in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always about the bathroom, right? We're making lotions and potions in the bathroom since we're five. And Caroline and I are like, I, I was like, I know you. I don't know. It was just a funny story. And then fast forward after Beautiful Stranger, Caroline and I reconnected and we ended up realizing that we lived in the same town and we had children the same age and we were very passionate about beauty and fragrance and um She'll tell you all about her amazing career and background. But what happened was I saw her filling some, something was going on in her garage that I wanted to know more about because I'm a producer, right? By nature, I'm always looking for the story. And she said, there's some kind of oil thing going on under there. Anyway, she'll tell you that story. But I really um, always wanted to be in fragrance. And I said, wouldn't it be cool if we could put fragrance in a palette and do something unique and maybe uh, make fragrance feel like skincare or makeup? And she's like, wow, that's kind of cool. You know, I happen to have a chemist. And that was where it all began, in the garage, under finding out about a can of oil and that she had a chemist. And then we were off to the races. So as wow. shared, yeah, it was really cool, crazy. Very different Carol, pivot love, for me. I would love to hear your all the stories that um you know Abby just mentioned. That I mean, all the good things happen in a garage, right? I mean, also in in, in addition to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, the bathroom and the garage. I don't know; those are the early stages. But Caroline has a wonderful background, and together we've partnered and put our collective expertise and knowledge together to bring us to where we are today. But she'll tell you a little bit about her, her background and what she's done. Cara, take oh, it away. Yes, Caroline. Sure. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, I have been in the beauty industry, um, you know, for as long as I can remember growing up with my mother in England, she was always, you know, talking about different lotions and potions and perfumes and showing how to massage her neck. And when you get older, you're, you're going to want to do this and push your cuticles back and sit up straight and all those things. And um, when I came over from England to the US, I had the great chance to work for Estee Lauder in the early days as a counter manager. And it was just a wonderful training uh, right at the counter, learning how to, you know, really sell cosmetics and really understand people's needs. And then from there, I went on to be counter manager at Bergdorf Goodman for Chanel. And it was at a time when Chanel was doing some of their first launches with Coco and video clinics. Of course, now the idea of a video clinic is so ancient, but at the time it was extremely cutting edge. But it was a wonderful time to be with Chanel. From there, I went on to work uh, for Lancôme for five years on the West Coast in education and training, which really uh, was a wonderful way to fulfill my passion for cosmetics, chemistry, and performance art. I used to love to perform when I was at school. I loved chemistry. I loved English. It was all the things that I loved brought together in one 
job. Love that. It was terrific. I got an opportunity at Lancome to go into sales. I became an account executive at the time they were launching Tresor. So that was a, a great experience, a wonderful time in their development. And then headed back to New York to work for an, an Italian spa care company called Termi di Saturnia that as a young woman took me all over the United States. I got a great appreciation as not someone who was born here, having an understanding of what an amazing country this is and, and really having the chance to go everywhere. That then led me to uh, have a job in international with Lancaster Group Worldwide, working on Germaine Monte. Some of you might remember that wonderful brand and Jill Zander. And as a, a woman in my late 20s, I traveled all over the world then um, having great experiences. It was on one of those trips that I met the man that was to be my future husband, Harold Folkt, he was a German guy who worked for an advertising agency. And uh, fast forward, we did, we did marry and um, have two wonderful uh, children. Uh, from Lancaster Group, I went on to work for Clarence and then Prada and then back to Clarence. And unfortunately, it was at that time after being married 15 years, uh, my husband passed away. He had a sudden heart attack and it was very unexpected. And he was the one who had started the garage business that Abby referred to. He was an advertising executive. He believed that uh, communication took place in many forms, not just in the written word or the spoken word, but in the visuals and also even in the music, the jingles, and then in the power of smell. So he started a company called Scent Marketing Inc. It basically yeah. was a garage-based business. And that was what Abby and I discovered in my garage was this little company, Scent Marketing Inc., that ultimately then moved into the uh, basement and, and has progressed since then. But this was my first foray really into scent after being with Clarence for 12 years, having such an appreciation for branding and skincare. Yes, they had some fragrance. I didn't work as much on that side of the business, however. So Abby and I kind of discovered this wonderful world of scent together. And because of our, I suppose you could say, innocence and naivete, we didn't see it the same way, perhaps, as everyone else did. We were able to say to ourselves, why does it need to be in a bottle? We love our beautiful bottles, but uh, maybe it can be in a different, delivered in a different format or, um, you know, does it always have to be liquid and, and why can't it have skin loving benefits? And that led us to create uh, Scent Invent Technologies and ultimately our brand Sparty Sense. And that's what brought us to today. That's so, I, I love that, you know, and I think it's interesting for me because fragrance has always been this area that I mean, to be honest, in terms of the back end and what's going on, it's been a gray area, you know, for me. I've always, like any other woman or or man, I mean, I've enjoyed the the sense that I fall in love with, but I, I don't know much about it. So, I, you know, it's interesting to see how you guys are, you know, kind of innovating ways that people can find their own fragrance and something that's signature to them. So, so what, I mean, with the, with the scent line, you know, what was the... What was the big push? Like what made you really kind of, you know, go after it and, and kind of put everything else down? Um, you know, when Carol, when we started this business, it was really, I don't know, Carol, well, we, we were just like playing in the kitchen one day. She came over and I said, you know, look at all these great palettes. Actually, Shantakai was a big inspiration. I knew Sylvie and Olivia when they launched the brand at the beginning. And I was like, wouldn't it be fun if we could put it in these palettes and take fragrance and recreate it? And she said, yeah, it would be great if we could create something that makes your fragrance last longer. It was just conversation. And we were playing around until we actually went to see um, her chemist. And 
we realized that there really was a big opportunity in white space. And you have to realize this is eight years ago. It didn't just happen. And it's been a very, very long, arduous process to get to this moment with Sporty. Um, we created a company was called is called Scent Invent Technologies. And the mission and the vision for that company was to reimagine new forms, new functions to a new level of fantasy in the category. So we've been at this for a very long time because on the R&D side, it takes a long time to actually have a formula that is compatible, that is stable with components with, and then to be able to take it to commercialization. And Caroline and I, because we're very thorough executives and we wanna make sure that our product, um, that people would want our product in the market to actually buy, we spent many years um, sharing it with lots of groups like Sniffapalooza and, doing research and having events and really sharing our innovations to take the pulse point of not only the industry and industry insiders because of our relationships, but also the consumer. Um, so it's been a very interesting journey. And then getting to this point where we're actually a commercial brand that came out of Scent Invent Technologies is a very exciting um, moment for us because it took a very long time to get to this place of, um, you know, launch mode to bring a brand to the world. So absolutely. You know, Abby, I can imagine because, you know, for sense, I this is one of my biggest questions uh for both of you, especially with your uh phenomenal backgrounds in the fashion and beauty industries, is this idea of, you know, fragrances fragrances being this coveted um thing or for just all the big brands, right? Like Chanel and for, you know, just uh, Dior and people kind of gravitate towards that. So how was that in terms of trying to overcome this, I guess you could say bias in the, in the community or in the consumer, um, you know, world about, well, this brand makes the best sense or this brand makes the best. Did you guys run into any of that? Like a problem with trying to explain like, no, we have phenomenal fragrances and they're made right and they're made well and you know uh, how was that like you know engaging with the consumers and really kind of um getting the word out there it's such a great area of conversation we actually did a lot of um focus grouping as abby mentioned you know testing throughout the development phase we talked to everybody from students at fit to fragrance aficionados at uh, sniffapalooza and and everybody in between and um, I think our offering was so unique. You know, the fragrances were fine fragrance. They were made by Master Perfumer. They uh, were very much about a mood and a feeling associated to color and how color resonated um, and how color gives you a certain emotion. And then we translated that into fragrance. And then really, I think the, uh, the capturing point of differentiation, though, is in the delivery not delivering it in a liquid form, but rather our first product in a stick form with an innovative technology and texture. So I think that that sort of changed the conversation. You know, as Abby mentioned earlier, we really set out to change the conversation, to reinvent form function for a new fantasy. And I think also to that point, I think, you know, having a fragrance connected to the color and the mood, you know, that's something that fragrance houses have always done and you know fragrance is all about memory and taking yeah. you back to something and feeling it's all about emotion and I think that 
Caroline and I together, our product, Sparty, actually has skincare ingredients in it, skin-loving ingredients. And because of Caroline's expertise in skincare, that was a very important um, addition. And then, you know, we made the brand all about um, color coordinated to the scent. So it's very visual, which really relates to my expertise, which is media. And together, those are two very unique points of difference in the entire category um, because of, not just because of the vision that we had, we always had this vision, our vision never changed, but the world changed. And the yeah. way people view things changed and being home behind the computer and being on the internet and everything that's happened to all of us um, really gave us an opportunity and a platform in many ways. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's a that's a wonderful thing that you're, you know, you brought this new way of imagining sense. I just, you know, for me, I just wonder because I know when people or my girlfriends or anyone I've talked to and they shop for sense, it's this like... I don't know if it's a misunderstanding or if it's just confusion on the consumer end, but they're like, well, I'm going to go with, um, you know, this celebrity or this designer. And I'm like, well, why? Because there's this one brand that I absolutely love. Cause I was always the, the girl that went to, you know, target or something. And I would find like a great scent. Right. And I was like, that was my scent. I loved it. But a lot of my friends would be like, well, no, I'm going to, I'm going to splurge and spent the $500 on this perfume that was made in Paris, even though it smelled like complete crap. Right. So it was like almost this, it's like this it's like this idea of like you want the label right in the fragrance world and that's what i've noticed that's really where my question is coming from is you're creating this beautiful product this quality product that's probably outperforming all of these other you know what i mean big label um i guess products but people have this preconceived notion of what a fragrance should be. And a part of that is where it comes from, who's behind it, what's the name attached to it, you know? So that's what I would love for you guys to speak on in terms of kind of changing consumer mindset about that, because fragrance, like you said, it's it's creating memories, right? And and we find that any have to be open to experimenting. So I would love for both of you to comment on that idea of, you know, big celebrity or big brand fragrances. I mean, our mission has never been to take away from the industry because we're both huge fragrance fans and we embrace all of the beautiful fine fragrances as well as fragrances that may be less expensive. So it's really never been about that. It was always about creating something that was unique, that was special, that spoke to the consumer in a different way because today our our sporty scents don't, there's no alcohol. It's an alcohol-free product. It's a perfume stick, but it has skin care ingredients in it that make it feel beautiful on your skin. It's like velvet on contact. It's a very special formula and innovation that we worked very hard to perfect. So, you know, it's really not about taking away from what already exists in the world. We're really more of an accessory because we're portable, we're accessible in price. You know, people love their fragrances and they have so, so, so many. Um, What's so amazing about Sparty is you take it with you on the go and you can put it on all day long. And we've been reading the market over the past two years. And this is how girls, young girls, generate, you know, Gen Z is really responding to the brand by having a fragrance with them on the go. And then we'll meet, you know, older women, even guys, everybody loves the stick. You know, they're like, can you put our fragrance? Like I love, I don't know, let's say it's Dior. I love Chanel. Can you put that I wanted in that stick in, in my favorite fragrance. So that's yeah. why we created Scent Invent, which is a company that 
works with all of these amazing bigger companies so we can share our innovation. I love that. I really love that. I think I would also add that, um, you know, while, you know, I came out of a skincare background and Abby, a media background, but we both touched the world of of beauty overall, um, you know, inheriting this business from my late husband, Scent Marketing Inc., Um, I started to really be exposed to understanding scent and how to translate it into a mood and a feeling, you know, doing it for various brands. And so we had access to these amazing master perfumers who've done some of the most incredible fragrances in the world. So, you know, in terms of the level of quality of the fragrances, how differentiated they are, and then our sort of newfound understanding of what it is to translate scent, um, you know, mood into scent uh, I think all of those things are very um, appreciated as well by the, the people that have experienced our products. Yeah, no, I, I, and that makes sense because I think, you know, quality always speaks, right? You know, Carolyn, quality is, you can't substitute that with anything else. And I, and I completely, you know, I, I understand what you guys are saying. I just, you know, for me, I always try to make this point because consumers, I think, are very drawn to like the pretty sparkly thing. But in the world of self-care, it's really about finding products that are not only, you know, things that you love, that are efficacious, right? And they're, they fit into your schedule. And so I think what you've created is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> you know, the, the idea you. of being sick and especially if you're going to the gym or if you're going out, you know, anywhere, it's just so easy and accessible. You know, a lot of people I think speak about accessibility in terms of like, you know, obviously the price point of things, but also, you know, we have to discuss accessibility in our daily lives. Like, you know, how likely are you to drop like a huge like uh bottle of glass you know in your in your purse versus a stick right you'd (laughs) be well you'd be surprised people actually do carry their bottles of fragrance around (laughs) (laughs) i know it's funny people have taken an ad we do the oscars a lot and different award shows to share the innovations and you'd be surprised what people carry in their bag (laughs) (laughs) no i can imagine I can imagine. So, um, you know, I want to know about the Walmart thing. Like, why did you guys choose Walmart? Um, what was the process behind that or the story? Wow. Well, you know, Walmart um, is an unbelievable, was an unbelievable opportunity for Sparty. And when we started the brand, Sparty was a brand that we started actually, I don't know, Kat, what was it like three or four years ago? We had another brand that we had to pivot out of because of a trademark challenge. And um, Sparty came about, my son made up the name as a joke. And uh, we were all geared up to launch and after many, many, many months and then COVID came. And we were really, um, you know, worried about all of the challenges with supply chain and everything that was happening in the world. Our, our families, our friends, and, and the industry. So um, we decided that we were going to launch regardless because we had been on this path for so long. And Caroline and I looked at each other we're like, it doesn't really matter. Let's just get this into the world on um, .com. And they, we started building this brand to see if it would resonate with Gen Z and where it would go. And we really started following the customer and the ambassador and the girls and the guys and seeing what they were wanting. And we were in many, many conversations with some wonderful retailers. And um, we had previously been in conversations with Walmart and they absolutely fell in love with our story and the brand and the media and the product. And um, it was pretty irresistible because we had this incredible team at Walmart who was so excited about what we were doing. And they fast-tracked it with us. They 
um, helped us launch it on .com. And then we did a small uh, setup in the store for holiday. And they really believed in making this a big deal for spring. And they had asked us if we could um, launch it in April when we knew there were a lot of challenges around that. We all looked at each other and we said, well, are we going to do it? And we called me a million phone calls and everyone said they could make it happen for us. And yeah. we looked at each other and we said, you know what? Like Walmart's the biggest retailer in the world. What a fabulous opportunity. Let's do it. And, and we, did, yeah, and and we went for it. <laughs> yeah. And at a time when Walmart was and is really reinventing their uh, their definition of beauty and bringing on some of these incredible multicultural and female led indie brands, which, you know, usually you wouldn't find in Walmart and they're helping those brands to succeed. So all the way around, it was, um, you know, a really uh, fortunate uh, opportunity for us. Yeah, and I'm so glad you guys, uh, you know, have chosen Walmart because, I mean, even through COVID, even through everything, that's like, you know, everyone is still going to Walmart, you know? <laughs> Correct. Yes, right. you're, you're right. Well, that's the interesting thing. But to your point, everything has changed for many of the retailers. You know, people weren't going to, a, I shop in a lot of places and we couldn't, we didn't want, nobody wanted to get sick. So they would just go to wherever they would get all of their goods, right? So they get their beauty goodies, their groceries, their, their whatever they needed for their home, toilet paper. And really it was like, well, how could we not be there? If everybody's there, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a very smart move. And I actually, you know, I have, I have a question and it's kind of like a newbie question, but you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't know a lot about um, just the actual um, I guess, formulating of fragrances. So I would love for you guys to tell me a little bit about how that was in terms of, you know, people talk about like the bottom note and the top note and all of that. So how was that in terms of creating that and then putting it in the stick formula and like kind of maintaining, um, I guess what you would say, the blueprint of all fragrances from what I've heard at least. Well, it, it was definitely a very uh, interesting journey that took a very long time. So, um, you know, you might uh, have a fragrance brief and, and receive some submissions that you think are right on. In our case, the brief was to match it to certain colors and colors resonating, having emotions uh, to be either um, uplifted or to feel bold uh, or to feel a sense of uh, sweetness and gentleness and kindness and love. So whatever the briefs were, you know, you get a, you receive a range of submissions and then you sort of evaluate those and test those. So that's one part of the journey. But then trying to translate that into this brand new base, then that requires modifying the technical structure of the fragrance, which is a whole other adventure, uh, a real science project, and then trying to stabilize it and trying to maintain if you've experienced this product or you've had a look at it, the, the clarity and the color. And then one of the reasons why industry is particularly interested in this product is the, um, the level of fragrance that it can actually carry. You know, this actually acts like an eau de parfum. It's somewhere between a perfume and an eau de parfum. So yeah. it's um, very unique because a lot of sort of solid products don't, they're not able to carry that kind of a fragrance load with them. So, you know, the technology behind this is, is uh, very unusual. And, um, and the notes are just beautiful. I mean, the fragrance blends are really original, uh, as we said, created by Master Perfumer and meant to be emblematic of a certain mood created by a certain um, color. 
Okay. And also just in regards to the way, the wearability of the fragrance itself, when you asked about the top, middle and base notes, there are, you do have those um, levels in, in our three fragrances. We have three in the first collection. We have the Love Sparty, the Dance Sparty and the Spring Sparty. And each one is very unique. Um, it actually tends to last a little bit longer than your typical alcohol-based spray because perfume because there is no alcohol in this product. So it really, when it lays down on your skin, it almost feels like skincare. It kind of looked like, you know, looks like makeup, but it smells like perfume. And the beauty of it is throughout the day, like where whatever you're doing, like if you're just home, you smell it on yourself. And the one thing about fragrance you know, typically you can't smell fragrance on yourself. So it's like this added value and unexpected, um, I guess, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but it's just unexpected that you would be able to actually smell the scent on yourself. And it's very comforting. A lot of the girls share Sparty gives them confidence and because they use it all day, they put it on their neck, they put it on their arms, they share it. it it's like a thing, you know, it's, it's becoming a thing. It's very cute. Um, yes, sir, you're creating in that a way. Yeah. yeah. And the ingredients are really interesting, you know, in terms of how we've created these blends. So my, my favorite, I know I'm not supposed to have favorites, Abby, but I, I have dance Sparty's my favorite, it, you know, the, the combination of star fruit and frozen lemon coriander and the sandalwood and musk and amber. I mean, this is a beautiful, unique blend. So the one point, the, the, you know, the, the first note we're getting is something very uplifting, but then there's the sensuality that arrives so that, you know, it really does help you to dance the night away. <laughs> okay. The other two are going to be very jealous. The fact that you said that, but I'm not, I'm sorry. Them. I had my, it's okay. it's here. Fine. I, you know, I have three sons. I don't have a favorite. They all think they're my favorite, but you know, there's no favorite. My favorite first, my favorite second, the favorite, you know, That's third child. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, I, I mean, I, I want to ask you because you have such such an impressive career and especially in the, from the media perspective, I want to ask you about um, really targeting Gen Z, you know, because I feel like this is a conversation that I, you know, I've been meaning to have with a professional who really knows their stuff because I find it very interesting how Gen Z shops and how they find products. And I, I, I would love for you to tell us about how that's been from the media perspective in terms of really kind of getting to them and you know, um, getting the word out to to this new generation that's so fast paced and, you know, the way they consume content is so different. So anything um, you could share with us about that? Yeah, you know, it really is a different world today. Um, you know, I like I said, I have three sons, they're all different ages, and they all live within social media, but they do live within it a little bit differently. And what I've always learned through my experience in the industry um, because I'm not from the retail industry, I, I always look at life through the eyes of the audience, right? And I look at their reaction and how they consume the content. And what I've seen and what I've experienced with Sparty is we really allowed people to experience the product and let them own it in their own way and in their own voice and in their own world, as opposed to us telling them how to feel and look and act, you know, it's really been an interesting process to see the activation. Right now we have a massive activation because we just launched in Walmart, literally 1,745 stores on Saturday, um, which is, so it's a very exciting moment. We've, we've worked with a lot of creators and ambassadors and schools and 
pageant winners and like all kinds of girls all over the country of, of you know, different age groups, but fo mainly focused on Gen Z, um, some even younger. But to see them interact with the product has been really compelling um, and to watch them show how they're using it, how they're loving it, how they're taking it with them, where they're taking it with them. That's been a really interesting experience for us because they're telling us we're following them. We're, they're not following us. And I think that is a very um, key point for any brand or business today to listen to your customer, to listen to your audience, to hear what they want, to um, be inspired by them. And I think that's a conversation that's been in the works for many, many years. But I think today, building brands around content, around community, around authenticity, I know that word is used a lot, but it's very powerful and it's also very magical because the content that has come through over the past two years has given us as a brand, as female founders, as women, um, as moms, an opportunity to see them express themselves. And it, this is like a brand that's super fun to show off. Like everybody wants the kind of party. And, you know, it, it's this, um, thing now that people just want to show and tell like, oh, I'm in love with the dance party because it makes me feel sexy or I'm loving the love sporty. And, and the, the brilliance of it is that you, when we started the whole project and sporty as a brand, we always wanted it to be about color and these sticks are colorful. So it really is the first brand that I know of, I don't know, Kara, if you know of any other one or in the world that, that actually is color. So you can see the fragrance and, you know, like, Caroline was sharing fragrance is about emotion and fragrance is about and what helps you emote you know it's fashion and fragrance it's food and fragrance it's like it covers every category because it is really part of your it's like a lifestyle you know and fragrance is part of your lifestyle today is very um powerful well, so I the media it. plays a big place the media plays and when I say media though I'm not saying you know, network media, I'm saying content really has a huge opportunity today to, to empower a brand and to reflect what your audience and customer is wanting. Yeah, I mean, and I and I love that you, you know, kind of shed light on that. And, you know, I just want to say for everyone listening, I'm not going to lie, it reminds me of as a millennial, you know, growing up, we loved our, uh, you know, like our our candies and our fun little colorful things right as millennial children <laughs> and I remember when I first saw your when I first saw the Sparty uh the sticks I'm you know it reminds me of um the things I used to love like the like yeah. remember you remember push pops <laughs> like they were the well, well that's so cute because when we were at the Oscars like a few weeks ago we do the DPA gifting suite and like th that's you know it makes people feel it makes them excited oh my god this reminds me and then they smell it and it reminds them of something else and like, wow. Well, if that yeah, at memory, it's that memory component. And that's why I said that because I, you know, when I, when I look at it, it brings you back to a time when you were just like obsessed with little, you know, something that looked very similar to that. Right. So I think that there's a lot of different levels on which you're connecting with consumers, especially millennials here, you know, because I'm not going to lie, all the pretty perfumes, you know, no, no shade, you know, I love my, you know, uh, 
really nice designer perfumes and what whatnot. But hey, you know, I want something that's easy to use and that I'm I can not be afraid to use, right? That that fear factor has to go away. And when you're able to connect with a memory that I had from when I was a child, I mean that's that's brilliant. That's very rare to see that. So yeah, it definitely reminds me of uh some of those older things that we used to love as children. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No, it's true because it is it takes you back to a place of um, you know, early memories that make you feel good. Well, we hope make you feel good. <laughs> well, okay. Now I want to ask you, there was one, there's one product that, um, you know, uh, the media has really loved um, the, the, the primer, the fragrance primer that you guys created. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Linger, I believe is the name. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. So yeah, in, in all of these focus groups that we did while we were developing, um, you know, for example, the, the scent cooler and other substrates, um, something that kept coming across is, you know, we love fragrance. We're so glad you're doing this. But, you know, one of the things that uh, we really like the most is could you just make it last longer, uh, wear on, linger longer, stay with me. And uh, this was a big call out from people in our focus groups, retailers that we shared our fragrance concepts with. And it kind of gave us an idea to say, well, back to the chemist. <laughs> hey, chemist, is there a way that we could actually have something that could enhance the wearability of any fragrance? And so with our chemist, we created what we called Linger Lasting Fragrance Primer. And it's this invisible shield that we spray on the surface of the skin that creates almost like a, a network, a netting that suspends the fragrance on the surface of the skin, prevents it from becoming interrupted by um, body oils or heat or perspiration, and just holds it at this perfect place. Uh, like when you first spray it on, you get that sillage moment, which is when the alcohol lifts and then you're just left with this beautiful fragrance and it, and it holds it there in that place and suspends it. Uh, and we did some testing on this, as Abby said, we went the distance and it, you know, seven out of 10 people really felt that their fragrance lasted several times longer from using this linger fragrance primer. Um, and we, we did launch it and, uh, it was very successful. Yeah, no, I, I heard nothing but great things. And I think this is such a brilliant concept because I was always looking for this, <laughs> you know, before I, before I saw your product, I was like, oh my gosh, how did I miss this? Because the primer component, that's been my biggest problem with fragrances is that they just literally evaporate, right? Because of the alcohol that you said. And it's um, it's very interesting that you created that. Well, when did this happen? When did you create this product? Like, was it in the middle of creating um you know, uh, Sparty Sense, or was this a completely different project? Uh, well, it is a separate project, but from a timeline standpoint, you know, while we were developing the fragrances and figuring out the substrate and how to suspend the fragrances in the substrate and have it all hold together, as we said, it was a very lengthy development. We worked uh, in parallel on the uh, Linger Fragrance Primer and actually brought that to market on Home Shopping Network. Um, and it did really well. It sold out. And then we moved into to focusing on Sparty Sense and our vision is to eventually come back on the Linger Fragrance Primer and probably bring it into the Sparty Sense collection. And we've had some other industry professionals who've expressed an interest in possibly having a similar formula under our uh, license. Oh, wow. That's really, really good to hear. Yeah, I feel like this is something, definitely a white space. I mean, that was, 
I've never seen something like that. And so when I first, you know, when I discovered, I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know, we need more of more products like this because, you know, I know people right now, especially with social media and a lot of the social media stars, I see them like showing off their fragrances and they're like, well, I layer this and then I layer this. And I'm like, yeah, but how long does that really last though? <laughs> because Well, you know, it's so funny. I was just watching the whole thing on TikTok about that. I was thinking the exact same thing. We better get Linger back in the market. Yes, you got to get it back there. I mean, listen, we have primers for everything else, right? Primers for our foundation, primers for our nail polish and our hair and even the paint on our walls. So why not a primer for the fragrance? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. And I also, I mean, that that gives people, I think, more to like kind of explore in the fragrance world too, because I, you know, people, I, what I've noticed at least from just friends that have told me, they're like, you know, I try a fragrance and it just doesn't last. So I give up on it. And it's like, well, maybe, you know, so this is the perfect product. You guys should definitely bring it back. <laughs> I'll be your first customer. So thank you. We're on it. We're, <laughs> we only, yeah. how many hours are in the day? <laughs> I know I it's yeah it's a lot to ask and but here's the thing like I have I have one of one of my biggest questions for you guys is about young men and their choice of scent because I think with Sparty Sense obviously you've created something so unique and one of the biggest challenges I've um, encountered just in my personal life is I have a younger brother he's a very you know he's very smart young man he's an MD PhD candidate right now so you know he really doesn't have time to think about um you know what cologne should I get and what should I get he wants to smell nice but he knows nothing about this and I it's not just him I've noticed this with a lot of men you know even into their 30s um have you considered uh going into that uh avenue of male uh related sense with smarty sense because I think this could be really great for men to have this. Yeah. Um, as- I mean, it's a huge part of our build out and the collection to do a full collection for men. You're a hundred percent right. I mean, I think men typically, because I have three sons, Caroline has one son, men typically receive their fragrance or their cologne from someone in their life. Right. I've given all of my boys, um, fragrances. And it's interesting when I actually chose those fragrances, I really spent a lot of time trying to feel their, who they were and what they would relate to. I don't even remember at the time what I did buy for them, but each one had its own personality. I remember going through that process. And every time we are in the world, people, guys and boys and men will always say like, where's ours? We want this. And there's a huge, huge opportunity for us to build out a collection for uh, boys and men. And it's funny when we, we do a lot of internship programs one year, Actually, it was when we were when we were in full gear on Home Shopping Network with Linger. Um, they were like, we just started on Sparty, and and they were like, "Where's the guy stuff?" But they and they loved it, and I, they would sit around the kitchen table, and I'd look at them, and their faces would light up. They were so happy; it was like they were drinking Magoy. It was really cute because it really made them feel happy. I remember this one kid; I could see him smiling. It just elevated their mood and made them feel good. So we are definitely um, in process to build out and uh, bring a lot of fabulous new innovation and fragrance into the, into the world. And you know, Walmart as a partner is really very exciting and we feel very lucky. I love that. I love that. I love everything about um, your journeys. And and this is such a beautiful product. And I thank you guys so much for coming onto the show and just sharing this with um, our listeners. Because, you know, I, like I said, I'm trying to get into the fragrance world and I couldn't think of better guests to have on. Um, so thank you so much, Abby oh, and Caroline. Thank you.
Thank That's you. Fun. So, so much fun. And so appreciate your excitement. Out Sparty Sense. Um, I'm going to link everything in the concept art, but definitely go to Walmart and check them out. I mean, this is a very, very innovative approach to fragrances. So, you know, as you've heard already in the show, but um, let us know what you think in the comments. If you have any questions for Abby and Caroline's teams, definitely leave them in the comments. We'll pass them along. But yeah, thank you again, ladies. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. so much. Keep doing your great work. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. so much, Acta.